HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear vision. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are, the Nichols and May of the Now Generation, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Judy! It's always refreshing when our guests get that reference, because so many times it's just a blank Kids stare. these days don't know Nickel and May. Nickels and May. May? What the hell is that? <laughs> Once upon a time, Don. Well, so good to see you, Judy. Happy 2013. We've been off for a few weeks because of this, the whole holidays. The whole birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> you mean, sinner? <laughs> well, today Even? is actually, today, it's still Christmas. Today is the 12th day of Christmas. And I still have my tree up. It's the epiphany. King's Day. You know, I don't even really know what the epiphany is because I really didn't pay much attention in Catholic I'm, I'm the Jew here and I know what it is. I probably know more Jewish stuff than you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I can go toe to, you know. <laughs> toe to crucifix? Toe to bloody crucifix? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you gave me that wonderful um, Lucha Libre doll for mm-hmm. her, uh, Christmas and I put it on my kitchen counter and in the middle of the night, I heard this like racket in my kitchen, and mm-hmm. it's like it somehow leapt off the counter and onto the floor. And I figured, okay, maybe the cat got it. So I put it back up on the counter, and the same thing. I hear this like rustling. I think it also drank the bottle of Fernet Bronca that you gave me. Because you certainly would never do that. I never. Being a teetotaler who saves it for gas. I finally had to put the doll in the cabinet because I was worried about it. I, just, and I kept still hearing. It was like the trilogy of terror, Karen Block. I'm afraid that thing's going to attack me. That was the most terrifying movie. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot to tell you it was a possessed. 
Lucha Libre doll. But. Demonically possessed Lucha Libre doll. Thank you for that, Jenny. And thank you for the motorhead ornaments, which <laughs> made my tree all that much more lovely. Right on. So I'm so thrilled today. We have um, my old friend, Don Roth, who we've known each other for 30 years-ish. And <clears> it's, <throat> yes. you know, it's amazing that I've known anybody that long and can still tell the tale. <laughs> and we're still talking. Feel, yeah, feeling very old today, Judy. <laughs> okay, but not me. <laughs> You're young. I'm young. <laughs> anyway, Don's here with his fantastic band, Life in a Blunder, which has been running more or less continuously for 30 years, almost 25 years. Yeah, years. probably right after, you know, eighty mid-80s, months, so probably 30 years. I remember you doing it with a Casio tone in the dormitory. <laughs> that, that, that was, I, I should have stuck with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, why don't we just uh, get right into the music you guys want to do? <laughs> no, you guys, the band's good, too. <laughs> They're want- almost better than Casio. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Well, you guys want to start off with a song? Let's get right into it. What are we going to hear? Uh, well, why don't we do this song? We just uh, got it together. It's called Tongue Cut Sparrow. Uh, it's not on any album. We just need to rehearse it, so <laughs> why don't we do it? Okay, here's the link. It's, uh, it's based on this uh, burlesque uh, woman uh, that uh, I met in uh, Seattle, and uh, her, her cousin was in the burlesque in San Francisco at this club called the Forbidden City, and it was uh, for Asian burlesque uh, dancers, and she told me the whole story, and we worked on a project together, so why don't we sing that? The Asian burlesque song. The Asian burlesque song from the San Francisco Strip Club. Tongue-cut sparrow in the nest don't sing. Tongue-cut sparrow in the nest don't sing. Too young, too pretty, too young, too pretty to sing much of anything. Sparrow, you should know your place. Times are tough and there's no time to waste. No time to devote to yourself. You better get inside your shell. We already have birds who sing. Tongue cut sparrow. Tongue cut sparrow. Now we're all inhaling her white shoulders. She's older and shimmies cross the stage. Grandma gives a smile and wonders how she's, how she's got such pretty legs. Oh, here she's coming with the cheek cheese out. Here she's coming with the cheek cheese out. You should hear them howl. You should hear them shout from her pretty brow and a pretty mouth. And watch them wiggle when you look down south. Tongue cut sparrow. Tongue cut sparrow. She's adored by all the men. And even Sinatra says. Thank you. 
you do, it's not obscene. Ostrich feathers are a sight to be seen. In the Forbidden City, you're the queen. Tongue cut sparrow. Tongue cut sparrow. Tongue cut sparrow. The life in a blender. <laughs> that was great. I'm so sorry I coughed twice. <laughs> yeah, Joe, we need a cough button here, please. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> here at the, the Extra Heritage, rhythm. Heritage Radio. Coughing. So this, you guys have like seven records out or something, right? You, yeah, probably seven albums, seven I think. Albums. Seven albums. This is the last one, Home Records Spoon. You can hear them all online for free for yeah. those who don't have any money. <laughs> That's very generous. Lifeinablender.net. Life in a Blender, destroying just the music industry, just giving yeah. it away. But you guys we, have a show. Given up. You have a show tonight too, don't you? For our New York listeners, right? We're at Rockwood Music Hall tonight. What eight, time? Eight p.m. Oh, great! For in the, the big early room. Part. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you guys are bi coastal? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a Seattle dude. I'm a Seattle. Wow. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where you can smoke pot now and yeah. What's that like? The Wild West. Whatever sex you like. Uh, it's great. You know. And I come here four times a year. Play with these guys I've known forever. Mark Lerner's here, Al Houghton, and uh, we have the rest of the guys, Dave Moody and Rebecca Weiner. Oh, it's a big band. Ed Meyer. You're all bringing the whole band tonight, right? Whole band, except uh, Rebecca's got some heavy illness, so she might not be there. It's it's great, crazy stuff. So, um, Judy's got her Seattle presence, of course, too. How come you guys never cross paths there? How come you go to Judy's book party? How come now? I didn't invite him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Had I known you before then, but next book party you can come. Starting here, starting now. So I only have one rock there. star at my party. Barrett Martin came to my party. That was my only rock star. I could have had two. Who's that? Who's uh, <laughs> in Screaming Trees? Oh, Screaming Trees. I didn't yeah. know either. <laughs> my friend is friends with him. I was like, oh, well, I'll, le- I'll leap onto that bit of fame. They're big uh, Seattle band. Piece yeah. of Seattle history. Hey, yeah. gr- grunge. But so how do you guys <laughs> Jimmy practice? Hendrix. Grunge. Uh, the Sonics. Paul Revere and the Raiders. I mean, the Pacific Northwest was, a, was a fertile, fertile You radio. what? We come to radio shows to practice. <laughs> <laughs> right, we practice here. Do you guys just get like a conference call maybe you Skype rehearsal? Right. <laughs> conference call. We, uh, I, I come in a few days early. We do intensive marathon sessions where we rehearse and rehearse and rehearse till they're bleeding. <laughs> where do you from record? From their fingers. Al, Al uh, runs Dubway Studios, downtown Manhattan, and we record there. It's a great uh, studio. studio. We're giving Manhattan. a lot of ads today. You guys must be Al at Dubway Studios. Do our listeners Manhattan. get a 5% discount if they mention, mention Al? <laughs> Absolutely. Al, 5% discount. Call <laughs> Dubway Studios now. You guys must be fabulously wealthy to record in Manhattan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Brooklyn's probably more expensive now. Yeah, could could be, right? We yeah. are. Yeah, we're fabulously wealthy. That's it. <laughs> you know how hard it was to get them to go to Bushwick. Yeah. <laughs> Did I you have to send a limo? <laughs> oh, the man. L, the L limo came. Oh, We've got you. these lines of blow laid out in front of them. <laughs> the hookers are coming later. These rock stars. That's this how the rock life is. Bushwick, where people eat their pizza with a knife and fork. So awful. <laughs> For everybody out in Radioland, of course, our studio is behind Roberta's, and we have a kind of a big. We're kind of like in a fishbowl here, right? And um, us being the fish, I think. <laughs> or are they the fish? I think I the know. diners are the fish, and, and right in front of our table is the date table. Right in front of our window is the date table where awkward internet dates take place. 
Yeah, I think these, I think they slept together last night, but I don't think it went that well. That's what I'm reading here. Yeah, I don't know. But I think he realized somewhere along the line he thinks maybe he can get her back to his apartment for an afternoon delight. I think you're reading too much into it. <laughs> so, yeah. so you guys are playing at Rockwood. So you just came in for one show, or are you playing more shows? That's uh, a tour. Uh, yeah, it's a tour of one show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do something at Barbests, but not the just a little variety show. Nothing, no, no more band stuff this time. In, I think. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys? That's the scariest state. Pennsylvania, Scranton. We were going to go to Scranton, but I think we were not going to go to Scranton. Pennsylvania is scary. Suddenly we realized, why would we go to Scranton? So it's not as it's not as glamorous as it looks on the office on the show. Scranton. Well, the last time I saw a gig in Pennsylvania, I guess was in Allentown. I went to see Fear. Oh, Allentown. Allentown. Right? Allentown yeah. used to have okay. punk shows. Okay, so I had a friend who lives out there, and um, he said, well, come on out to Pennsylvania, and you know, we could drive my muscle car around. You know, he's got the suburban thing happening, and the man cave, and the hot rod, and stuff. <laughs> you know, um, so I said, all right, that sounds like a good idea. So we went to the show. It was in, like, some VFW hall. Yeah, that's where they always had shows. Right? And, um, okay, we'll go see, you know, fear, you know, out of, you know, not in New York, where it's going to be crowded with hipsters. But instead, we basically got, like, the white supremacist you know, jack-booted skinhead crowd to see Fear because they were all the punk rockers who probably had never heard, really known what that was about except that they were, you know, punk and all this. Couldn't really dig those crazy, you know, five, four time signatures of Fear was playing. Lee Ving was so terrified of the audience he did the whole set from behind the drum set. Like, sort of like cowering, by, you know, by the back of the stage because he was terrified of the Pennsylvania punks. <laughs> and by far, I was the oldest person, you know, in that, that room, which is usually the case, which is why I'm glad to have you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, now you're the youngest. <laughs> No, probably not the youngest, but at least you're age appropriate. (laughs) Right, right. We we have to give some entertainment for the old folks out there, the old listeners. The easy listeners. Step a little closer to the radio folks. (laughs) The wireless. The wireless. So you guys want to do another song? Sure. What's the next one? Uh, How about Tiny Ankles? Tiny Ankles. Tiny Ankles is on an old one. I'm looking at this like great stack of discs that you handed me. This is like unbelievable. Life in a blender, the heart is a small balloon, two legs bad, and your most recent one, Home Wrecker Spoon. Home Wrecker Spoon. With right. this lovely artwork by your son. Yeah, yeah, my son. Go on Facebook and look at all his weird drawings. You see him. I force him on you. Alright, you guys play. We're gonna eat some pizza. One more time, here's the life in a blender. on tiny ankles it makes my breathing hard light my cigarette won't you michael i miss the smoke and tar remember one time you did not say me as a wide polluted beach just point to one customer who I did not fool or cheat. You can pick me up, you can drive me home. When my mouth is filled with blood and wine, you can call the boat. Say I'm not so bad. Say it hasn't been such a good time. Something 
things are so hard to remember. I can't, I can't. Letters I wished were returned to the sender. I love you. Some things are best lost forever. From a man, from a man. Once wore a simple pink dress. I was quite a catch. I gave myself a beauty mark with the end of a match. Then came bounce checks, indiscretions, a few slips of the tongue. Pull my string, I'll tell you stories Don't you try and run You can comb my hair Pour me a glass of gin Dry me off when I'm soaked through my dress You can call the morgue Say I'm an organ donor And I might have one or two left Tell me I'm pretty Tell me I'm pretty You are so pretty. Thank you. All right. A song about cross-dressing and... uh, And technical difficulties. Here comes the vegan pizza. All is safe. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What the hell is going on? It's mayhem here. We have rock stars. It's mayhem. We cross-dress and... And it's okay. We smoke pot. We marry everyone we like. And we cross-dress in Seattle. Yet Seattleites are kind of uptight. They're uptight. I said you can smoke pot, go to a gay wedding, but don't... Jaywalking. Oh, they're so uptight about jaywalking. <laughs> I, I, I was there, you know, it was like a 2 a.m. up on Capitol Hill. Nobody's in sight. I jaywalk. Police cars come. What do you, what do you think you're doing? I was Stop like, there's nobody around for, you know, three miles. Well, and it's not, even, it's not even just the cops. Your friends will say, like, what are you doing? They're, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed. Well, here in New York City, you know, I always say how you tell the tourists is the people that actually pay attention to the walk, don't walk signs. Of course, we don't have those anymore either. <laughs> those people are from Seattle. <laughs> I almost got busted for jaywalking in Austin, Texas, right down there. On they have uh, that too. It was, it was like crazy. I'm like sauntering down the street with our old friend Mike Maraconda from the Ranchans, who uh, was living there, and uh, oh, we're just crossing the street. You know, there are a million frat boys drunken everywhere, people vomiting everywhere down, you know, downtown Austin. <laughs> That's okay. You know, and we're just sort of crossing the street, and all of a sudden, I feel this hand on the back of my neck, literally by the scruff of my neck. This like uniform cop, you know, it's like half my age, of course, right? Grabs me, of goes, course. "Where do you think you're going?" I'm like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, he demands to see my ID because like, I'm crossing against the light. See, he takes, I give him my driver's license. He says, "Well, Michael, 
which is a real pet fucking peeve with me because I <laughs> hate it. Well, I hate it when cops call me by my first name. It's, it's Mr. Edison, okay? Cousin Jr. Customs officials. <laughs> yeah, the kid's like 24-year-old overweight cop. It's Mr. Edison until I tell you otherwise. Michael, what do you think you're doing? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? He looks at my license. You're from New York. Well, you wouldn't cross the street in New York like that, would you? <laughs> and then he, then he threatened to lock me up for the night. Literally, he, told, he said, "He said you do that again, you'll be you'll be sleeping uh, downtown with me." And then you clobbered him. <laughs> Give him an upper yeah, right downtown, hook. you know, in the who's the, the Austin, the Austin pokey. Or maybe you just live downtown. Yeah, maybe like, you know. You're be Believe me, there wasn't a, there wasn't a gay molecule in this dude's body. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't do time. You didn't do any hard time. No, no hard time for jaywalking. But you know, the, over. the truth is, you know, you know, chronic pot smokers are like the most uptight people. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, see, when I started doing the column in Seattle, people people are like, oh, you can't understand dating in Seattle. It's so different. And I was like, yeah, dating sucks everywhere. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fine. But it is a different kind of suckage in Seattle because, like, I, I tell these guys who move there, these straight guys, like, all you have to do is say hello. You're pretty. Want to go out to dinner? Because Seattle guys will never commit to, like, a date. They'll just be like, yeah, um... Maybe we can hang out sometime. They're like they're all like fourteen year old boys. They're not confident. They're wishy washy, and so like any guy with like half a nut will get laid like crazy there. <laughs> half a nut. Not that that has anything to do with anything, <laughs> but you know, the thought balloon above Mike's head is like you know a plane ticket to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, being my half a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you need is half a nut. But you moved there married, so right. I didn't need half a nut. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's, it's it is a little uptight there. That's true. It's in beautiful. a weird way, Up, a beautiful, a little chilly on the personality front in some respects that you're saying. Yeah, the Seattle freeze—they call it. There's <laughs> been articles your, written worm about worm your it. way in. And I really, <laughs> this sounds so bad. Some of my best friends are in Seattle. <laughs> they are. Those I mean, are the good ones. Yeah, yeah they're not native. There, there's great people there. Yeah, it's really and it's beautiful. Now Seattle's one of those places. I mean, I, I really had a great time, and I, I was there. I've only been there once, um, but it's obviously. One of these towns is very much in love with itself. Kind of like New York. Well, (laughs) New York isn't so much anymore. The way I don't feel like people are so precious about New York City the way they are about Seattle or yes, um, we are or Austin. Yes, we are. We are Brooklyn. Yeah, but we just feel like we deserve to be. Well, Brooklyn is totally. I I pay a lot to be entitled. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the the cost of living in Manhattan. You know, you pay a lot in Seattle too. Manhattan, what what you call the city. Um, (laughs) You know, I pay a very high premium not to ever eat bad pizza. That's the holy covenant the of New York. Really good pizza, right? Roberta's, Roberta's pizza right? here is Mark amazing. Mark is quelling. My hat is off, as you may have noticed. <laughs> off Hats off to the pizza. You can um, pack some in your bag to bring home to Phoenicia. That's a happy birthday gift for your wife. <laughs> Look, I, I yeah. brought you a piece of pizza on the bus. Sorry, to I had to play a gig. Your underwear and everything that's yeah. in your bag. There oh. it is. Oh. Did I go too far to you, say underwear? You, you guys are bl- talking about all these other things. You life in a blender is what you won't do for your art. <sighs> well, tra- right. the calzone might backwards. travel better if she eats meat. That's delicious. The calzone? The calzone is nothing to sneeze at, the Roberta's well, calzone. Let me tell you. And something. the chicken sounds good. Let's just it, talk about the food. It, well, the, the chicken sounds good. I mean, it literally sounds good. I was, I was sitting next to the guy, you know, at the bar before he came in, and the guy, you know, put his knife and fork into the chicken and just like heard the crackling of a wonderful friedness. It's the best fried chicken like ever. I remember this. Pizza's too good. Well, you know what I say. People always talk about the way food tastes. Well, they have the farm on top of the roof on the roof here, and um, so. I'm sure they they do their own. No, no, they don't do their chickens. chickens. We get them from Patrick. The chickens come from uh, Heritage Foods, our proud sponsor. But I was saying, you know, so people talk about how food looks and how it tastes and how it smells. Not enough people talk about how food sounds. 
little... <laughs> yeah. this pizza? It's not crunchy, but you can hear soft... Great doughy pizza. Well, I, I like crunchy. I'm big on crunchy. I like the, you know, the hard pretzels. I like carrots. You know, I used to eat uh, raw spaghetti all the time. Just like like the sound it made in my Ew. head. Well, I like the sound it makes in my head when I eat it. What's raw the thing spaghetti? that... <laughs> I like it. Didn't crunchy I hear that you could get worms from that when I was a little kid? Or is that some other raw thing? That, <laughs> I mean, it was a lie, Hopefully but not spaghetti, right? I don't think it was yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, no, spaghetti, you get worms. And, um, and <laughs> Jews put like a lot of Christians in matzah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, why, so how, why do you do that? I don't get it. <laughs> so how do you guys write songs if you're all spread out? You write all the songs? I write them. I bring them back to these guys, and they make it sound like music. And it comes in sounding like a kid wrote something. We don't do something. very much, uh, you would think, living spread out, and I mean, I don't live very close to New York either, that we would do a lot of high-tech stuff, you know, I'll send you this and do 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 We don't really do any of that. <laughs> we really only work on this stuff pretty much when we're together, you know, just actually physically in the same room, old style. Can't your can't your kids hook you up with some kind of high tech thing? Like a um, telephone or something? <laughs> telephone. Um, Listen to this. I'm playing to the phone. Yeah, or or uh, or one of those meeting programs. My my boyfriend keeps wanting me to tell my main marketing client about this meeting program where you're all on like video conference. I'm like, I don't want her to ever put me on video conference. But I mean, I would imagine it would yeah. be kind of good for making music. I suppose. Do people do it? I guess so. Yeah, we're the old fashioned way. The texting for certain people, texting uh, technology. You know, for some people to stay away. When my mother discovered texting, that was not a good day. Yeah, that yeah. was a bad day in the history of the iPhone. When she's all TTYL. L O L. Well, that's when I just came back at her with like you know, like R O M L A O F P P whatever it is, and you know, confused her thoroughly. So she just stopped. Give her random letters, and yeah, she's baffled. The scariest text you. I got a friend request my mom on Facebook. I mean, that was that was pretty pretty rough too. I just called her on the phone. Said no, you're blocked, Michael. That's not yeah, she doesn't happen. want to see your Facebook page. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no! Protect your mom. It's really it's, just, it's for her own good. Yeah, from the heart. Well, the woman's got a heart of gold. She's a saint. <laughs> uh, so, so what are your kids? You guys all? Did you have, have you have none? Okay, so we've got the barren one over here with me. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you two have kids. Like, what do your kids think about? Like, notice that? by the way, the guy without the kids is the only guy with hair in this room too. <laughs> right, right. How's it work? <laughs> good. <laughs> you have hair. Right. Um, what do your kids think about dad in a band? Are they like embarrassed by you? Embarrassed is good. That's yeah. a good, yeah. Dad, God, you have to do music. I think that's why my son likes to draw, but he hates music. I think I taught him how to hate music. He did the album cover, yeah. But my son's 13. He draws all the time. He draws weird, freaky stuff, you know. If he's like he's a Robert, well, you know, Gonzo, you know, drawing crazy demons, and but really twisted stuff. You'll have to see his stuff. Am I right? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's he's the best kid ever. He's the best kid. <laughs> but so do they do they come see you play or anything? My son has subbed with us on drums. Actually, his son. Well, how old is your son? With, uh, drums at gigs with us. Wow. But he's old, you know he's he's eighteen. Um, yeah, he's great. Old. His son. And uh, yeah, he, he likes the band. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he says. I don't know. I taught my like son to hate paid. music. I don't know. <laughs> that would suck, right? Hating your parents' band. What if you hated band. your boyfriend's band? Yeah. I've had that happen. I, I saw him last, the one whose band I hated. I used to have to bribe friends to come with me and like say, I, <laughs> hey, will, we buy do that. You, I will buy you beer all night. And still, it, they would come once and they'd be like, never again. Gosh, There's I'm not busy. enough beer in the world. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that would suck. And what do you, so what do you tell the boyfriend? This is wonderful. This is great. Love it. I would be, I, I would be um, as diplomatic as, um, you know, he didn't really ask. I would just, you know, going there, you can say something like, oh, that lyric was interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's diplomatic. That's the, dip- <laughs> the diplomatic Maguire. You should write a list of, like, the ten things to say to your boyfriend when his 
band sucks, but you don't really yeah, want so to you have to say lit. What? You guys were really well lit on that. Well yeah. lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was nothing there was nothing good to say about them except that you have to break up with someone if you hate what they do. The audience's <laughs> the audience's faces were so happy when you ended when it ended. <laughs> it's just like you should have seen the look on their face. Yeah, on that last song. Yeah, the last song for some reason they really they were really excited. Liked that. <laughs> <laughs> <Ka-ching>. <laughs> so uh, once again, it's been the fastest half hour in internet well, yeah, history. Yeah, you guys got one more song for us, Patalski, yeah, where, we can, I mean, where we can see you uh, tonight at the Rockwood Music Palace. Uh, Rockwood Music Palace, Rockwood Music Hall on yeah. Allen Street. You know that place. Yeah, right? yeah. Around yeah. Katz's Deli. I got to get my Katz's Deli. Fix. Yeah, you get your oh, hot dog yeah. on. Yeah. To me, the Katz's dog is still the best in New York for for my money. Yeah. Gotta it's get good. one that's been on that grill for a long time. It's a little bit burned. It's like nice and crispy. Uh, and the pastrami and all that. Oh, it's good. Corned beef. We're obviously don't do food. that in We're Seattle, do they? Yeah, they don't. They don't have that mustard yet either. Fish, tons of fish, and lutefisk. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is that? You know these Swedish, you know oh, cod and yeah. lye or something. Yeah. Only, only, <laughs> only these Norwegians and Swedes eat it out there. Delicacy. All it's right. not the same as a hot dog. <laughs> but <laughs> or Roberta's Pizza. Well, Judy, uh, it's a good start to 2013. We've got a lot of exciting things happening this year, right? Yes, we do. We, as soon as we book them. So I'm already working on the WrestleMania show. Oh, I'm very excited for that one. And, and Apocalypse 3.0. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Almost got us thrown out of here last time we did a pot tasting, speaking of the Seattle oh, well. <laughs> lifestyle. Pot, pot eating or smoking? No, pot, pot tasting. Pot no, tasting. But, yeah, yeah. Mm. We find we find the Roberta staff is very pro, but um, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> we do get lots of looks from people Soon on the other side of the glass. They'll get an open policy here one day, maybe. All right, but happy New Year! And this is life in a blender. Playing what? Uh, mobile wash unit. You know the guys who wash the subways at night on the mobile wash unit. This is this is about them. Well, thank God someone finally wrote a song for them. You know, you're doing the Lord's work, Don. <laughs> Write what you know, and I know about. Uh, people cleaning subways. All right. For Judy McGuire, I'm Mike Edison. Enjoy the engineer. We'll see you later on. On a foggy night when the city carries sounds of... <laughs> Stop. Hold on. <laughs> you might be over sooner than you think. Here we go. On a foggy night when the city carries sounds of... My cleaning hose, you will rise from bed and see me down. Sleep interrupted by the bedroom window below. I'll be standing at the top of the stairs. You'll look out with your disapproving frown. But inside my head, I'll be singing out loud. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. When you're nestled in bed, we're scrubbing subway stairs, running hoses down steps, sending suds to mysterious holes. A scheduled break will offer a glimpse of the moon up on street level where my truck reveals my name, my occupation. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. Go 
party on in your in-style cowboy hat. Go smoke some dope at that thing for the new website. Go make love to your bare bottoms. Kiss the sun. Unprincipled behavior such as this is not part of my song. Down gum, nobody asked you where the heck, where the heck are you from? I work all night so the cleanliness can be admired. Within 24 hours, my work is destroyed. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. I am a member of the mobile wash unit. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.